Hey guys, uh, this is Shayna. And this is Tanisha. And welcome back to I Hate Everyone. And you probably do too. <laughs> this time we didn't forget to didn't introduce forget. each other. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, we have our six, sixth guest. Six? Is it six? I think so. Sixth guest today, Gabby, who um, Tanisha and I have both worked with at the chiropractor. So Gabby, if you want to say hi, introduce yourself. Hey everybody, I'm Gabby of Gabby Does Massage. Check her out. <laughs> um, on Instagram, Facebook. All of the above. Social meds. Whatever. <laughs> She's a great massage therapist. I try. I try. We work together at the chiropractor's office. This was like in the, I think the beginning when we were all still kind of like sort of fresh to massage. Sort of. Definitely a baby. I was fresh. I'd only been doing it for about a year. Yeah, I was semi-fresh, like three or four years in. I was like three months in when I showed up at your door. Oh, because I, that's right, I interviewed you. Yeah, Did I interview you too? I don't remember. No. Okay. Anisha gave me my first real massage job. Oh. I didn't, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. going to Germany. Yeah 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 cuz I was leaving. And I was like please come back. Mm-hmm. You're I remember. My friend. You don't know it yet but you're my friend. I remember <laughs> you said that. Yeah. And we used to always go to lunch together. All three of us. We would eat in the park. We'd eat in the park Picnics. with the squirrel and yes. feed the squirrels. <laughs> How long had you worked there when I I started in uh December of 2014? I started December 2013. Okay. Oh, you guys remember these dates. I started in 2011. <laughs> you remember your dates? I remember that. <laughs> I remember the month because I got in a car accident probably like a week after I started. And I was so, I was like, oh my Oh, God. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? I, I remember. Yeah, that's the thing about this industry, like with massaging, teaching yoga, I think in any sort of health or wellness job whether you're like a clinical therapist a doctor Mm -hmm. like you people still need you know you need to do your job and you put your life on hold at the door right you walk in and it's no longer about you it's about your your patient your client your guest whoever i feel like i feel like we give a lot yeah in our industry in our field a lot of energy a lot of effort a lot of emotional commitment yeah i mean they're because they're they're paying you for you to help them. They right. don't want to hear about your problems. Right. That's not what they're there for. Right. Oh, so we are... Today's topic. <laughs> oh, wait. I was going to... Oh, go ahead. No, you can do it. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell a story to catch people up and have that be like the... And the this intro. is the topic. Let's, okay, go for it. But if you can't already tell, we're talking about massage. Right. But you can tell the story anyway. Yeah. So I kind of <laughs> wanted to give an update... Because a few episodes ago, I talked about how I met this really awesome guy uh, who lived out of town, and he treated me like I had been looking to be treated. Mm. Um, and so I don't take any of that back. However, think we are no longer speaking. <laughs> Things are no longer uh, working out. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, but I think his expectations were a little bit different than mine. Right. Um, we had seen each other three times and he was taking things way too seriously. They were not fun anymore. Um, and one of the things that kind of led to the demise of the beginning, whatever this was, uh, he was basically laying into me of like all these things that I'm not doing enough. Right. Which I heard the undertone of is you are not enough. Mm. Um, but one of the things he mentioned, he was like, and you're a massage therapist and you don't touch me enough. 
Mm. And I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. Excuse, I mean, the like, expectation that people have of, of us massage therapists. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I, it's not like I didn't touch him. Right. Like I definitely touched him, but was I massaging him every time we were together? Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> like I've had people ask that, like when I was dating someone, um, patients would be like, Oh, do you massage your boyfriend when you get home? No, I'm tired and I just got off work and I have laundry and I got to cook and I got to clean and I got to do this and then yeah. homework and no. <laughs> they, they always ask you that. Yeah. Like, don't they? Like, oh, you, they must get massages all the time. And I'm no. like, quite the opposite probably. Actually never. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure my significant other can <laughs> vouch for that. Vouch for that. <laughs> what, what I'll do when I'm dating somebody and it's like someone who it's like become a, a thing I like to like make sure I want because I think people should get massages regularly mm-hmm. and um, I'll make a good deal with them. Like I will schedule them. Like mm-hmm. I want them to come at least once a month and they'll just like the trade is like I'll massage them. They take me out to dinner. Oh, that's and it's like, yes, of course, they'll still take me out to dinner anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but like that, that's like a trade off. Like I give you a massage and then you take me out to a nice dinner where we, it's not even the assumption that we'll split it. Mm-hmm. Like you're paying for the dinner. That's a good little... I think so, too. That's really nice. Like a little balance. Because usually when you're... Well, I say usually. Sometimes with some couples or whatnot, one person will pay and the other person will pay. Like you rotate. Yeah. Or at least that's what I like to do. So that's like the same thing. Yeah. Much, you or know? you split. Or you like, split. I'm a big fan of splitting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was... So I liked that. But yeah, when he when he was just kind of going off on me on the phone about how I wasn't doing anything enough. And he's like, you didn't touch me enough. And I was like, I... A, we've hung out three times. Right. B, what, like, what, do you want me to, I don't, it, expectations, like, what the fuck do you expect? I'm not carrying my massage on I'm not, that's what I told me. him, too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, if you want me to give you a massage, I want to do it right. I want it on my table with oil and, like, the things. Right. Like, I'm not just going to have, come sit behind you and start rubbing your shoulders, which I did at one point. We were in his car in traffic for an hour, and I started rubbing his neck. He was driving, right. I put my hand on his neck and was rubbing it. My... Love language is physical touch. But, like, again, we had hung out three times. Mm-hmm. I My feelings for him were growing, but it wasn't, you know, like, I, my, my love language is physical touch. It's, like, if I'm really, 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 like, into you, yes, I'll touch you all the time. And, like, again, my feelings for him were growing. We could have gotten there. Right. But after three times of hanging out, you don't touch me enough. You're a massage therapist. What the fuck? Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like one of my ex-boyfriends, he was a, a mechan- auto mechanic. I didn't say, oh, work on my car because it's not mm-hmm. working. If something happened, my expectation wasn't that he was going to be offered, but it's not like, oh, you don't do it enough. No, because I never expected that from him. Yeah. He did it because he loved me and cared about me, but like, well, I think that's kind of rude. It was so, there was, there was so many be there. things about this, you guys, that was rude. <laughs> so like... I still stand by the fact that, like, be with someone who makes you feel good. And he did. He, I could tell that he liked me. Like, the feelings, <coughs> the Choking feelings that, <laughs> the feelings that I felt when I was around him initially were real. Right. Like, I could tell that he liked me and I liked that. And I know I can still find that again with somebody else. But, like, after he just kind of turned it around and he did not make me feel good right. at all. And I was like, I don't like the way I feel right now. And I don't trust that this won't mm-hmm. not happen again. Right. And so I like, I ended it. <clears throat> Here's but, uh, my question. Would it be something that would 
concern someone if you were super touchy-feely and you were a massage therapist and they were like dating you or considering dating you would they assume that you were like that with everyone or if you were like that with your clients because I had um, a massage teacher and she was like you know you have to create those boundaries and you really shouldn't you know mingle the two like if you're in a relationship with someone you should make it clear okay, this is how I massage and this is how I make love so that the two aren't blurred. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. I mean, and, that makes sense. And she's like, you shouldn't you shouldn't mix the two. Like, she says, if you're having, like, I guess there's, of course, erotic massage. And I'm, right. <laughs> I'm sure we're all well-versed in doing that. But to make sure that those boundaries are clear so that they, subcom- like, aren't, you know, kind of, like, insecure. Like, oh, is she doing this with someone else? Yeah. Or, you know, oh, is this that how makes she... Sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. Is this for everyone? Is right. this how she massages her clients and just letting them know like this is not how I massage my clients I do not touch everyone like this and and even having one of my um clients who's also become a very good friend of mine is being like how do you um how do you go home and have like a sexual relationship when you touch people all day like don't you get grossed out like you yeah, are different getting exhausted touch yeah it's, it's a, a different, different touch we know there's a different and it's a different touch. energy <clears throat> but I don't know if it, I don't know if they get that. Maybe sometimes we have to like shut it off for a little while, and then like there's two, I don't know like mingling the energies. Like where it's like oh you're a massage therapist you don't touch enough, but the way I touch you isn't how I would touch someone, someone that else. I'm caring for. Right. I know it was just it threw me off guard, and I was just like, what? Like that's even an argument right now? Right. And then <clears throat> and then even like having worked on people you're not going to just massage someone out of the blue dude i'm going to mess you up if i just like start massaging your arm and then i just like half do it and right I don't finish it <laughs> you're just walking around yeah all jacked up i think people have different they don't really understand massage therapists they think massage therapy and they probably think oh masseuse they think frou-frou they think spa they don't consider that all the other stuff that goes behind what we do. The medicinal side of it. Right. The medicinal side of it. Also, I like the, the, the proactive side. You know, it's like a way to, you know, a lot of people go to massage because they are injured or because they are in pain. But, like, if you, like, stay on top of it, you can help to prevent those those pains. Those, like, right. The, like, the daily ache and pain, aches mm-hmm. and pains, like, from getting older. Right. But, like, if you get <laughs> massages regularly, like, you don't feel those as often. Right, right. Yeah, I think definitely people have a misunderstanding of what we do, what we are. Do you see those memes where it's, like, what my friends think I do, what my parents yes. think I do, what I really do? Laundry. <laughs> right. <laughs> we do laundry all the time. My roommate gets so <clears throat> mad at me sometimes. He doesn't anymore, but he used to. You're using laundry today? Yes, yes, every day. Every every two loads I need. Every other day. Guys, we have massage sheets that need cleaned all the time. Oh my gosh, I have some clients. Not it's one client. Every time she comes in, she something about the sheets. I don't see a washer dryer here. Do you do you wash your sheets? Well, I take them home with me and I wash them every day. And then <laughs> and then another time she'll be on the sheets. These sheets feel like they have grease on them. Well, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's. Are you trying to accuse me of not washing my sheets? Right. That's how I feel. If so, why are you keep coming back here? <laughs> like, if you think dirty sheets, just don't come. Here I know, right? Here. It's, and it's also it's, it's and I know people are trying to be funny, but it's annoying when you're like in a group setting, 
and so you meet someone new. Usually, it's a member of the opposite sex. And like, oh, what do you do? I'm a massage therapist. Oh, you're a massage therapist, hey? Yeah. You give happy endings, and you're like, I know you're trying to be funny, but you're not. It's right. You're actually being very annoying. It's disrespectful to our profession. It is. Because we're not masseuses. Guys, if you call your massage therapist a masseuse, there's a clear difference. Masseuse gives the happy ending. We are not that. It's almost like the n-word for me like i was just like Ooh. oh like oh you just call me a masseuse like really <laughs> yes like, it's I, I won't even tell people that they offended me i'll just like clearly you're ignorant <laughs> licensed <laughs> massage therapist it's like i studied anatomy and physiology and i had to get licensed for license this. and keep up a license and continue an education courses right. and there are people out there who aren't doing those things and they are doing like whatever but i'm not one of those people and please do not confuse me for one of those people right speaking of happy endings (laughs) (laughs) some interesting stories that like something that happened this was years this was actually like within the first i think three years that i had been massaging and there was a guy, a patient that came in, and he was a regular in the office. He had been coming in pretty regularly, but this was the first time I massaged him. And I don't know, there was like this subconscious feeling that he kind of thought I was cute every time I did see him because he would kind of like look every time he saw me, like walking around the office. So I just kind of thought, but usually I try, I don't know if you guys ever have that feeling too with maybe some of your clients, but like if I know or sense that maybe that, that is there, I try to like put up a block. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like this really, not cold, like I'm still like welcoming, but just like. Not flirty at not all. Not flirty. Mm-hmm. And I did that with him. <clears throat> so we're doing the massage and I always start everyone face up. Um, and did the mas- I always started the neck when I got to his legs i got to his thighs and he was like a bulky guy like he worked out so i get to his thighs and i move up the sheet you know and i tuck and all that and i'm like starting the massage and then of course like slowly he gets a boner (laughs) and i felt so bad for him like i felt like i could i looked at him his face turned red and i was just like oh my god so i like Pulled the sheet down. I like switched to the other side. Did it real quick, and then I just flipped him over onto his stomach. I was like, "All right, flip over." <laughs> I mean, what else do you do? I feel like it's- yeah. Well, yeah. They t- they train you like that's not a re- that's not a response that people can control. Right. Exactly. Right. It's not. And it's not a sexual response. No, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. And so what people don't realize is that when the when the penis is relaxed, that's when you get a boner. Right. As opposed to. The opposite is actually not contracted; is expanded. Right. That makes sense. Oh, interesting! I didn't know that. Yeah. So what you can't get a boner if it's it's like literally relaxes into that. Mm-hmm. It's stretched. It's stretched. Yeah. <laughs> it's stretched. <laughs> and I just felt bad for because you know, as from a guy's perspective, I'm sure that's embarrassing. Yeah. Because they can't they can't control it. I mean, right. women get a pass all the time because. You can't see it. You can't see anything. Right. You would would never know. I'm pretty sure there's like some women out there who are turned on all the time. Yeah, they're just loving it. And we we, we are none the wiser because we wouldn't be able to tell. One for women. Right. That's right. (laughs) We have a lot of ones. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But yeah, so that's like an interesting story, some event that happened. 
in my little career. It doesn't happen often. It yeah. doesn't, but that was the only time it happened. <laughs> right, and so people assume that's what we deal with, like, every single day, and we don't. But we don't, no. No. I used to um, be in food and bev, and I waited tables for, like, nine years, and my dad loved hearing <clears throat> stories about, like, what people, what, what did what did your customer say this time, you know? like Because, I mean, people, when you're out to eat, are on their worst behavior. Yeah. yeah. They're on their worst behavior. And, like, so we'd have, you know, ridiculous stories. And then I, you know, came into this field, and my dad's like, oh, do you have any funny stories? I'm like, no. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Like, I've, you know, I have encountered maybe, like, three boners in the yeah. six years I've been massaging, which I'm very thankful it's only been three. Yes. Um, I haven't encountered one in years. Like, yeah. never, at, like, since I've owned my own practice, I haven't done it. Right. Um, but it's... Pe- People are on their best behavior when they come to see you when they're getting a massage. Right. You know, for the most part, like yeah. you're you're about to make them feel good. They're you know they're in a place where they're gonna they know they're gonna relax and also like it's it's in a they're vulnerable. Yeah, it's a safe place. Like, yeah. They're spending money, so they they yeah. want to enjoy the moment. But so. it's and it's one on one and right. but I mean you're also like naked on a table <laughs> right. like you're vulnerable. Try me. So they're gonna yeah. right. So right. so you typically are on your best behavior, yeah. but when you're hangry you're mean yeah Yeah, that's so true that is very true speaking of being um naked on the table and being vulnerable there are situations where i feel like people people either vulnerable on the table like they completely relax and let go and let you in and then there's people that block you (sighs) you know like the people (laughs) that put up their guard and i probably do i do it when i'm when you miss not at all really okay um and it makes it so hard to work on the people that block you. And it's energy draining. And it makes me so tired. Draining. I feel like you're wrestling. Yeah. Yes, you're like wrestling. Calm down. There was one person. I think Can you was... explain what you mean for those that don't know what we're talking about? Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> so when you get a massage, okay. So Jana said you're naked on the table, so you're you're laying under the sheet. You're, you're naked. not exposed. You're not exposed. Legally, you have to be draped. You have to be draped. You are draped. Um, you can choose to keep your undergarments on if you like, whatever's comfortable for you. It's about 50-50. 50-50. But you are also, some people are emotionally vulnerable when they lay on the table. It's kind of like when you go to the hairdresser and you tell her all, him or her or him, all your business. That's you being emotionally vulnerable. You're letting everything out. You're relaxed. You're fine. Then there are the people... <laughs> Who are guarded. Mm. Um, And in my opinion, and I don't know about you guys, you can chime in. People who are guarded are very stiff. Mm. They're resistive. um, They flinch when you touch them or they keep moving their body. You're trying to work their neck and they keep lifting their head up. You're going uh, to work on their arm and they give it to you? They give, yeah, like they, they're, that you can tell that they're thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like thinking and it's like, stop thinking, relax. Do you need a whiskey? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The people who drink before they come in. Oh my God. But I had, I had a patient, um, actually this was recently, this happened to me twice now and I've had someone face down on their stomach and they would not relax. And I'm like trying to get into their glutes and in their hips and in their low back. And I literally just popped them on the ass like that. Like really, la- like I did not care. I was like, stop it, relax. <laughs> and one person You're- like jumped up and he was like, ooh. I was like, no, really, you need to chill. <laughs> You're not helping us make our case. <laughs> no, 
if you I, I have popped people. I have like I've popped people on the arm. I'm like look on the on the hamstring. Of the head. Yeah. Stop, stop bending your stop knee. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We're wrestling now. Right, right, right. I'm tired. It does. It gets it's like it takes twice the amount of work if it you're does. fighting us. It's it's annoying. Sorry, it's annoying. It's, it's very frustrating, annoying. and it's exhausting. It's like it's already. I love what I do. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. But it's exhausting work. And then when you're fighting us, it makes it twice as hard. I'm always wondering, like, if it's because I have some people, like, especially like women, and I get like sometimes it's that time of the month or whatever. But yet those people who you might kind of like, have you been sexually abused or yeah. something? Yes, yes, Because yes. you're really just like. Scared. Like, They're like scared. scared. Yeah. And I think it's really important for the people like that to get massages so that they can learn safe touch. But yeah, absolutely. It's it's. I've had a few, a few. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good point to bring up too because t- human touch is a basic human need. Absolutely. It's a human yep. need. Like when you're born, you need to be held. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the things that they say. Like that makes a healthy person. Right. Is you need to be held when you're a baby. And so, like, touch is a big thing, and especially for the elderly mm-hmm. who have lost their partners, mm-hmm. who don't really have many friends. They don't... Who touches them? Right. No one touches them. So it's like... Or, you know, even... You, they don't have to be as old. Say it's someone who's lost their, their wife or their husband. Mm-hmm. Or just single people in Single, general, right. <laughs> who refuse to go out there and, you know... Mingle? Mingle. Yeah. Is that me? <laughs> I, I get my massage. I think it's oh. a choice. Some people are asexual. Like they don't Right. They don't desire those things. Um Right. But it's yeah, it's just But it is important. Touch is important. And it's nice to be one of the things about massage is like you know, when you when you're when you're shaking hands with somebody, you're both doing it. When you're hugging somebody, you're both doing it. Mm-hmm. When you're getting a massage, you're not having to do anything. Mm-mm. And so for the you know, before I had met this guy who's no longer in the picture right it had been about five months since i had been like touched by you know really another person honestly unless i was getting a massage which i don't get them as often as i would like right and there'd be people at the yoga studio where i massage they'd come up to me and be like oh i just want to touch you do you ever get touched i'm like no please touch me touch me all yeah. language. that's a good point that you bring up though about touch you brought it up too about safe touch it just in general like you said we need touch Mm -hmm. and i think people don't like to admit it or maybe they don't know how to admit it or maybe they don't even know that that's what they need yeah but we're to tell you guys touch is important and it's not sexual we don't mean that sexual gabby even said it safe touch it feels good to get a hug it feels good to like when you hug like i feel like when we hug like, you can melt into a person's hug, and it just feels so good. Like, and you safe. feel things yeah. just melt away. It feels safe. It's loving. And it's loving. I mean, I had a conversation with a friend, and actually a couple of people. It's been a recurring thing where we were talking about feminism and how um, women have all these rights. And men, um, someone brought up a documentary. I think it's called The Red Pill. And so this really hardcore feminist goes and talks she goes and studies I don't know what the opposite of feminism is I don't even know if there's like I don't a even word know the word it, but she studies this thing <laughs> that I don't know the word for and she goes and she finds she's like there's all these battered women shelters and in the whole entire world there's only one battered 
men's shelter. Whoa. Hmm. And so she goes on this whole, this, thinking that she's going to just discredit this whole anti-feminist thing. And then she becomes like this pro-masculinism I think, thing. I feel like I kind of borderline that because I feel almost, I almost pity men sometimes in the sense that there's so many expectations of their masculinity that they sometimes maybe feel like they can't show their feminine side. Right. They're not being hugged. They're, They're not, not being, being touched. Right. Like, I feel like my boys are. Like, right. I hug them. I love them. But I noticed that, like, even just talking with one of the pastors, he was like, he makes it a, a thing to touch men. He's like, I touch them and I hug them because men aren't being hugged and men aren't being touched. And the only touch that they do know is a sexual touch. Mm-hmm. And we all know that hurt people hurt people. Right. Yeah. And so the only touch, you know, is sexual touch. And a lot of men have been sexually abused. A lot of men have been physically abused. And they're just out there doing the only thing that they know because they don't know safe touch. They don't know that loving touch. They're not being hugged. Right. And this is all, that's all they get. Like, mm-hmm. And then they project it. And they project it on us. And right. And we're, we're getting the backlash from it. Mm-hmm. That's and, a very good point. Yeah. A very good point. Safe touch, you guys. Um crap i forgot what i was gonna say (laughs) i lost it um no do you want to talk about like what got you into massage i get that asked that question all the time um mine's kind of i mean i actually went to school for dental hygiene first and then i did my shadowing at a dentist office in somerville And I think I was there for like a couple hours and I left there and I just didn't feel inspired. I didn't like love it. It's like staring into mouths all day long (laughs) (laughs) and like really nasty mouths. And it's just like, I don't know. It just didn't speak to me. So then I, I was still in school. Like I was doing all the prereqs. I was still trying to figure out what I was going to do. And then I, um, went for nursing and I was like, yeah, it's a steady job. I'll always have, you know, job security. It, it pays good. Why not? And I was in the first class, the 101 or whatever. And we were doing our clinicals at the nursing home. And I finished that. I got certified as a CNA. And I was working in a nursing home. I actually really liked it. What I didn't like and this is what turned me off to nursing, was the fact that the nurses were so disgruntled mm-hmm. at the nursing home. This might not be every nursing home. I know not all nurses are disgruntled, but the nurses there were not happy. They were stressed. They were overworked. CNAs were always calling out. LPNs were always calling out. Nurses were doing double shifts. And I was just like, is this even worth the money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> So everything that I thought I wanted to do was always in line with caring for people. Um, And then I actually saw an ad in the paper, the city paper for a massage therapy program. And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything else with my life. (laughs) (laughs) So I just enrolled and I had like no expectations. And I went there and I fell in love. And I was like, yeah, like this speaks to me. So that's kind of how it happened. How How about you? Gabby? Gabby? Oh, me? Oh, my whirlwind of a story. <laughs> I'm going to cut it short for most people, but I graduated college in the middle of recession, and 
my background in education is really focused on human resources so i was supposed to be like this badass industrial organizational psychologist and i was supposed to hire and train and get your you know your business right and find the perfect person and match them to the perfect job and so it's the middle of a recession and I'm literally like helping people get jobs. Like all my friends had jobs. Yeah. <laughs> help them get jobs. I'm like doing people's resumes. But I couldn't get hired because in a recession, they're firing, there's a freeze. So the first department that goes is human resources. So there I was didn't know that. no need for human resources because you're not training anyone, because mm-hmm. you're not bringing anyone in. You're actually firing people. So mm-hmm. they really downsize the human resource department to just basically payroll. Oh, wow. Um, so definitely a lot of seniority there. So I got hired at a Fortune 500 company. I'm going to not say who they are because I have some in and outs with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I went from there to another one. And I was just stressed out. Definitely like a call center kind of vibe where they promised me I'd get another position as soon as, you know, times weren't hard and they had available positions and it never happened and I think it was like okay year after year year I was stressed I was taking antidepressants and then antidepressants turned to anti-anxiety medicines and having a degree in psychology I know that's not how you're supposed <laughs> to prescribe meds maybe that's you know just me you don't give someone a upper and then a downer <laughs> like okay um, so I just like stress-free jobs. I literally Googled stress-free jobs and I saw massage therapy and a florist. And I, like, I know it sounds crazy, but I was like, ooh, massage. And I remember when my son was um, younger, we had a massage therapist help us with his milestones. He was born premature. And if it wasn't for her, I don't think my son would have walked. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was born two months early. And he went through physical therapy. They, to- told, they literally told me my son would not walk. Holy oh, shit. Let alone run. And so there's this wonderful program, and it's called Baby Net. And it was free. Like, I'm, like, really, like, broke at this point. Just graduated from college. And, like, and then they tell me my baby won't walk. And I'm, like, bawling, crying. And the lady was like, oh, but we have people who can help you, and maybe they can help you. And so this physical, like, literally volunteering their time. Um, didn't pay for anything and they would come show me how to do the massage I couldn't afford the massage but she says we can teach you how to do it for him that's great so just do it for him when he's um, getting his diaper changed and I was like oh cool every time I change his diaper I would massage his legs the way she showed me and it worked like Mm -hmm. his legs were so tight like he they bowed like he couldn't like bend like it was just was it muscular? It was muscular. So when he was born, because he was premature, <clears throat> he had um, brain scarring, which mm-hmm. is put you at risk for cerebral palsy. So his limbs were really just his legs. So they were like, oh, he, if he does walk, he'll probably need braces. So his legs were really stiff. So it was either your legs would be really stiff or really noodly. So okay. we were kind of like back and forth, like kind of loosening him up and then strengthening him in the right places. But it was very stressful. Long story short, I was like, okay, I can do massage. I've done it before. It's helped my baby. Like, and so I go there and I meet all these wonderful people. And it was like the best thing because I had been coming out like five out of violent relationships and just really just helped me overcome all of the crap that I was going through at the time. After you tell yours, we could get into that. Like, yeah. how massage has positively impacted us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and I just, I graduated, and somehow, 
three months later, I ended up at Tanisha's door. <laughs> like, um, and our other friend who's not here, Crystal, had told me she was working Crystal. for. Crystal. Hi, Crystal. <laughs> she told me she was working for a chiropractor, and she was laughing. And she's like, I don't know, maybe they have another position. And I was like, you know what? I'm just take my resume and show up. Like, <laughs> and I did it. It worked. Like, it was godsend. Like, I. I couldn't have made a better choice. I was good at it. It was easy. I had done the anatomy before. It was Yeah. I love it. Like yeah. I would have I I love what I do. She's smiling while she's talking right I know, now. Because I was like, imagine like being like so like just like crying because you had to go to work. Like, right. Like <laughs> sitting at a computer all right. day. I hate, like, it was literally <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Shayna. Yeah, talk about it's and it's so stress free. That's yeah. one of the things I love about it. When you're done. You're done. Like, I mean, we have to do laundry. Right. But, like, other than that, it's like, you don't take your work home with you. And people aren't dumping on you all day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. you get that when people are hangry and they're just, like, mean to you all day long. And I really don't... The only time I ever wake up dreading to go to work is if I'm hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Or physically tired from working out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I typically don't ever dread going to work. Yeah. I love it. Um, I started teaching yoga... I guess I was 25, and they don't teach you a whole lot of anatomy in your first yoga training. Like, a little bit basics, right? They teach you there's three parts to your spine, three curves, and they teach you, you know, these are your quads, these are your hamstrings. That might be it. Like, your psoas is a major hip flexor. Um, And so I started teaching at all these places. Um, I started teaching at a studio, and I would have students come up to me, and asking me, okay, it hurts when I do this right here. What is that? I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. I am so ill-equipped to be a teacher. Like how, I can't, what? I didn't even know that was a thing. And so I also was teaching at a wellness center downtown that had massage therapists and acupuncturists and nutrition and all the things. And I would um, see the massage therapists come downstairs and talk to their clients and say, oh, it's this muscle, you know, you need to do these stretches, come see me next week, come see me in two weeks, you know, good luck on your marathon, good luck on this. And I'm just watching them. I'm like, that, that is what I need to help me with my yoga. I don't give a fuck about massage, but if I go to massage school, I'll learn all the anatomy and all of the, what are the conditions and everything like that. And it'll make me a great yoga teacher. And so I sign up, go to get, get in, go to class. And our first assignment is to, um, <laughs> bless you, Tanisha. <laughs> our first assignment is to like write, you know, like a very short one page paper, like why you're here. And I was basically dissing massage. I was like, I have zero interest in massaging. It sounds horrible. I don't want to touch people all day. You wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to help it. I wanted to help me with my yoga. And then, you know, we get into it where the first thing you do is, like, learn anatomy. Like, you learn the bones. Mm-hmm. And you learn um, the history. And you learn Swedish massage. <clears throat> and I immediately was hooked. Like, I would I would come home at night and, like, study my notes. I would rewrite my notes over and over. And I would do my homework. And I would do the reading. And, like, I was such a nerd. And I really, <laughs> really liked it. And I would do all of the practices. And I remember posting on Facebook, like, hey, guys. I'm in massage school, and I have to massage as many people as possible, and guess what? I can't charge. It has to be for free. The only thing I ask for you is positive, I'm not positive, honest feedback. And everyone's like, me, 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 me. Yeah. And I was like, I fucking love it. And it's nuts. Because, like, 
yes, there are people who do have gross bodies. Yes, we do come across that. But it doesn't happen that often, I don't think. Well, I don't I, I think what people think we think is gross isn't it's just natural. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, stuff that I think is gross isn't like, because people are just like, oh, how do you massage fat people? And I'm just like, oh, well, I don't really care if people yeah. are fat. I just don't like when people are like... Dirty. Dirty. Yeah, yeah. like people like, oh, I've had people come in with their feet. doesn't happen often. Their feet are filthy. Yeah. I'm talking like, not just like walking on barefoot, not just walking barefoot on the floor for a like day. Black. Like dirty. Yeah. Like have, when was the last time you washed your feet? So like acne is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Hair, not a big deal. Peeling skin is like, like, yeah, it's not I bad. I pretty well with that. I don't, I mean, it's, no, it's fine. There's just like, it's like, it's like mixed in like dirt. Right. You ever get that? Oh. It's like, it's like. Oh, those oh, the little, <clears throat> oh, the little flakes you're talking about, like the little brown. Yeah. Flakes. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's like, it's like you you make, you use your oil or your cream and you rub it on them and it's like it's. I think yeah, it's sweat. Not, it's not just skin flakes. It's like it's, it's like they, a, they're they're brown color. Yeah, it's the that sweat. does get that does make <clears throat> me a little like, but that doesn't happen very often either. <clears throat> um, but it's like the b- bodies are fascinating, mm-hmm. and. There's no way we know. We're not even close to knowing everything mm-hmm. about the body. And people, like, there's so much information coming out that is still, like, contradictory to, like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's the same thing's going to happen two years from now where it's going to be contradictory. And also, y'all might agree with this, like, what you find works on nine people won't work on the tenth person. Exactly. Right. So, like, every body is different. So, yeah, I just got kind of, like, the body is so fucking cool. And that's why I like working on the body. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're learning how to heal yourself and heal everyone around you. And that's what makes it fascinating. Because it's like, it's like all these secrets that you're learning. Like, oh, I, learned, I know how to do this. And I know how to do that. So, I don't know. It, it, it's, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy learning yeah. about the body. I would agree. Yeah. There wasn't anything that turned me off in school. There wasn't anything that I thought was, like, boring or, yeah. And even, like you said, like, there isn't a day that I wake up and I don't want to go to work. I think the only times that I'm just, like, not feeling it is if maybe I'm, like, I don't know, hungover, sick. Yeah. Whatever, something. But it's not because I don't like the job. Right. I don't ever have, I don't think I've ever had a day in the nine years, eight years, where I said or felt Man, I really just like hate. I don't want to go because I hate it. It's not because I hate it. It's there's other reasons, but it's never because I hate it. I love it. Yeah, being sick. Being sick. That's bad. Yeah, I always feel bad when I have to like call. Call out. Yeah, yeah but it's like I would rather. I don't want someone working on me when they're sick. Right. And like yeah. I'm not calling out because I don't want to work. It's like I'm calling out because I literally like I don't. A I don't. I would give you a bad massage. Right. Yeah. And B I don't want to get you sick. And I also am trying to take care of myself. I don't want to get worse. Yeah. So do you feel like after becoming a massage therapist, you take care of yourself more or less? Way more. Way more. I mean, that's kind of how this podcast started. Mm -hmm. Like Mm self-care. Yeah. And it was because of like learning to be a massage therapist and what's important, like, like water, movement, stretching but also how like how you talk to yourself mm. how you treat yourself 
You right. taught me that. Aww. I was like, Shayna makes me do positive self-talk. There's some things <laughs> that I struggle with that she's helped me with. And I'm just like, oh, I, can, I guess I can say nice things to myself. <laughs> right. And not beat myself up every single day. It's hard work to do that. Yeah. I think massage definitely has given me, yeah, definitely more oomph to do the to do to do the work to be a better physical and emotional me like it's like the bridge is that gap because we have western world where it's just the body the body the body and then you have the eastern world is like the spirit and then like everything in between is like bridging that gap between the mind the the spirit mm-hmm. and then the body and i feel like we help people do that yeah and ourselves yeah there's a book called eastern body western mind really by anodea judith i think it's her name i think it's about the chakra system okay yeah. but it's it's really big and dense and i own it have i read it no i think i maybe like opened up the first page i'm like what it's like a textbook yeah <laughs> but i mean it's just you know it's a cool name for a book eastern body western mind eastern body western mind we're starting i feel like the western world starting to get more into it because i'm getting a lot more people who are requesting reiki mm-hmm. and they're like what's acupuncture have you tried acupuncture mm-hmm. i'm willing to try anything at this point right yeah like, i do it all <laughs> yeah I, I do it all too <laughs> It definitely helps. I am in. By the way, I'm terrified of needles, and I get acupuncture. Are you? Yeah, I I sweat. Like (laughs) Sarah will tell you. Sarah and Tara will tell you. Like, and Shireen and anybody who ever gave me acupuncture will be like, okay, Gabby is terrified of needles. (laughs) Like, we have to talk her down. (laughs) She she will. I was like, I have to close my eyes when you put the needles in. But I, it feels so good. Yeah, I I make sound effects. Do you? Oh my god! Every time, because like I know when when once the needles are in and like he's done touching them, mm-hmm. they don't hurt. But right. it's like that putting in and then twisting and then the twisting. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Yes, I'm going. Ah, uh, uh, ah. Like I'm just making all sorts of sound effects. Sometimes they add electricity. Yeah, I think that's what helped me with my tendonitis in my wrists mm-hmm. that I got from massage. So for people who. For, for people who don't really understand how acupuncture works, and this is really just like dumbing it down. It's way more than what I'm saying it is. I usually tell people chiropractors do bones, massage therapists do muscles, and then the acupuncture wrists work on your nerves. And then there's like a lot more in between that too. Right. But That's interesting. Like the nerve, they have a, a, a real big tie into the nervous system. I like that breakdown. Yeah. So what do you get acupuncture for? Um, a lot of my acupuncture isn't physical, it's more emotional. Okay. So, like, anti-anxiety, um, opening up my chakras, uh, just, like, balancing out my, um, emotion. Because I remember I told you guys, I was, you know, on the antidepressants and the, I don't take those anymore. I went cold turkey because I didn't like the way they made me feel, but acupuncture massage and all these things that I do to take care of myself actually helps me with my anxiety and it helps me with my depression so when I do feel like really sluggish and I'm like okay don't let myself get too low um or don't let myself get too fluttery I kind of balance myself out with the acupuncture it actually helps a lot Mm -hmm. like I get like this really good like literally like a good vibration mm-hmm. we were talking about that earlier like it's like an actual like physical feeling it's like you're getting like the spins yeah, but it's is. not it's not in like a drunk 
want to throw up way it's almost like sometimes i feel like i'm a baby yeah and i'm like someone's rocking the table and i'll like peek because i'm scared of the needles i'll like crack my eyes <laughs> and i'm like is someone rocking the table and i'm just like no that's just the, that's the energy like it's like the meridians opening yeah. up that's a whole nother yeah it's a little we'd bad. have to get that yeah on here to we, that should that, be <clears throat> what do you get do you get it Tanisha? I don't. Uh, I'll admit I don't. I've had it maybe like a few times, but I don't do it regularly. I had it for my wrist when I first started. The first year, I like almost blew out my wrist. Um, and then I think I did it maybe one more time after that for something else. I don't remember what it was. But I know. I should. Yeah. I know I should. But for, for me, my things are sauna, massage, mm-hmm. um... And, and that's that's it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's another way to be proactive. It is. I get it for um, my wrists. So I have tendonitis of both my wrists. Um, but I get acupuncture about every other month. Mm-hmm. And that helps to keep it at bay. Because I had a really bad episode uh, almost five years ago where, like, just opening do- doorknobs hurt. And then I got three sessions in, like, an eight-week period with the E-STEM, the energy, mm-hmm. the electricity, whatever. And, like, it after the first session, it almost went away. And wow. so I just stay on top of it. I just get it done every two months. Um, I get it done for my allergies. Mm-hmm. So he sticks needles in my sinuses. That just feels weird. <gasps> I did. Oh, I should try yeah. that. Yeah. You know Because I have bad allergies. Shireen does facials. And with. it relaxes your face muscles mm-hmm. so that you have less wrinkles. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get it for anxiety, and I get it for digestion. And then I've gotten it for, like, other, like, aches and pains. But those, like, every, pretty much every time I go in, it's my wrists, anxiety, allergies. I think he does digestion every time, too. Uh, I think you have to check out the allergies one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's good stuff. And it's... It's not one of, you might notice a difference after one, but it's one of those things where takes time. you need to, yeah, you need to keep going. Especially if you've never had any type of body work before and you're new to body work and you're not, sus- you're, I don't know how to explain, but susceptible to like the energies, you probably want to go a few times before yeah. you see a difference. Yeah, it's like going to the gym once. Right, and expecting... <laughs> Six pack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. yeah. It's a it's a process. Yeah. So you both mentioned like the hazards of the jobs of like the ten, tendonitis. Oh. And the achy pains. Oh yeah. And the energy the draining. Yeah, the energy draining. Vampires. So Vampires. what are like some of your like boundaries or some of your like cleansing things that you do when you get home? Oof. Honestly, for me, and maybe it's because I'm such a movie buff, the most relaxing thing I could do to kind of like decompress and zone out is just lay on my bed, sometimes naked, and watch movies. (laughs) I like to be naked. Yeah, it just feels good. Like, I feel like I'm just shedding, hot shower, um, journaling. You got me into that, actually. I kind of picked that back up. Oh, good. Um, And hot tea. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of tea. Playing with my cat. Like, just <laughs> not being around people. Because I'm around people when I'm massaging. Yeah. I have to, like, have my space for a, a moment. Like, i got to breathe. <laughs> I, I physically do while I'm in the room at the end of every massage. Take my hands wide. And then, like, 
like bring them over my head and then kind of press it down. And I do it three times. And in my head, I'm going clear, clear, clear. <laughs> you <laughs> like, had something you used to say. Yours is yours. Oh. Mine mine. <laughs> so I start every massage in my head. Oh my gosh, you guys don't judge me right now. <laughs> but it's basically like to set up a, like a mental boundary right. and like an energetic boundary so you're not picking up their shit and, and you're not giving them their shit. And for those of you who don't believe it's true, it fucking is. You've been around people while sudden you're like, why do I feel like this? It's because you picked up their energy. So yeah. the shit happens. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so at the beginning of every massage, I say in my head, yours is yours, mine is mine. Let's drop our shit another time. Yes. And then a like couple, that. a couple other things, but I'm gonna keep those to myself. It's like I've, I have, I did steal that one. That's, it's a good yeah. one. I was like, oh, that's good. That's- and and then at the end, I'm at their feet, and I kind of do like I put my hands like on their knees, and then on their calves, and on their ankles, and I just kind of go, <laughs> go. Shayna is out. <laughs> In my head, clear, clear, clear. That's hilarious. Beers. <laughs> Shayna is out. Peace. <laughs> that's really good. I, I do my stuff like a bathroom. Like I wash people off of me. Like I was like, yeah, like, this whole like hand washing weirdness mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's like athletes and their like mm-hmm. their warm ups and after game pre games. You gotta have a little routine. Yeah. something that. I, mean, I definitely like to take a hot shower every night. Like I, I'm. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, I, sh- I shower at night before I go to sleep. I don't like getting into my bed like fr- with my day still on me. I think I right. got that from working in food and bev. I actually shower as soon as I get in the house most days oh. if I don't have to like oh, run around. Nice, so yeah. that it isn't coming to my house. That's smart. Right. Yeah, but I kind of do like a like a thing where I'm like also washing everybody off. <laughs> yeah, me. I I don't bring it like a certain like I'll yeah I have. <laughs> I've been saging more lately. Mm-hmm. I got away from it, but I've been doing it a little bit more lately. I haven't saged in a while. Me either. Yeah. I saw a meme where it was something like, if you start saging and you're the one that starts coughing, maybe you're the evil spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's funny. I think... Um, Were we going to talk... Were we going to mention anything else? Just the weird stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I was gonna oh lie. yeah, you were gonna talk about the weird like injuries. The and stuff weird that you've injuries. Had. Only oh. because I just wanted to share because not everything is all like creepos, but some of the funnier stories that I've had are like some of the injuries that have come into the office. And when you work at a chiropractor's office, that is pretty much <laughs> every and anything. And so one of the weirdest couple of stories that I had were three in particular one there was this guy that came in and he was fighting pirates <laughs> so I go, like real pirates yeah like real real life pirates and so what people don't realize is that pirates are really really this do they do exist they do exist um not like Johnny Depp and the Pirates of the Caribbean damn it you Captain Sparrow <laughs> but this guy was works for the Coast Guard and he oh was, that makes the story a little bit yeah more like he was like <laughs> so like you know they're shooting at him he's like trying to zip line down to the boat to like take the boat back they've taken over this <gasps> boat and so they're trying to get away they're literally trying to kill him and cut the line because in, on the water if you can get away you, right. you're free there's no one who's going to stop you the coast guard is hard of the people who are going to stop you once you cross that international line it's it and he's like these people that he fight make any movie character you've ever seen think of the worst movie and they make them look like disney characters oh like these my. people are out there like 
trafficking people they're stealing like ships like they are is the cutthroat out there and so he comes in and he is a wreck and i was just like oh my gosh like because immediately when he said pirates i'm thinking pirates of the caribbean yeah before he explained it wasn't and um it's that's really, funny that's, yeah. i mean it's funny but it's it's funny but it's yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, he did not find it funny. <laughs> He's like, um, I'm serious. That I was I'm... laughing at him. <laughs> and he risked his life to save <laughs> save our country from yeah. pirates. Jesus. People from pirates. Okay. And That's then, a good one. That is yeah. a good one. And then I had, like, someone who had been ejected out of a plane. He was a, a pilot, an Air Force pilot. And he landed on his tailbone. Oh, and then another, they're all tailbone. Tailbone stories are really interesting. And then there was this other guy who j- jumped off a waterfall and landed on his tailbone. Ouch. That's got to suck. Yeah, and he was in the Amazon. So they had to, like, strap him to, like, sticks or what? Do, I don't know what they call it. Those like, bamboo things? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. bamboo make, like, a little thing. And little cat, carrying And thing literally thing. carry. Imagine, like, your shattered tailbone and being carried down a mountain like the whole way down like oh dude that just sucked but yeah those are my my fun stories i don't have fun stories like that i don't either (laughs) people do weird stuff i get weird stuff like not like grossly weird but like how did you wait what how did you do that how did you do that yeah no i don't have i don't have anything like that we also we let's see how do i word this it's nice that we, like, some things, you know, you come in with, like, a, you slept wrong. We can work on your neck. Or, like, you know, something's wrong with your shoulder. We can work on your shoulder. But it's also, it's it's hard. And I don't think a lot of people expect us to fix things after one session. But I think a lot of people do. Like, oh, my back still hurts. My shoulder still hurts. Like, well, it took a while for that injury to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a while for it to heal. Right. So, like, you know, I'm, I, did, I tried and keep coming. Right. But, like, you know, if you came here once and your back still hurts, like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. it's usually something they're doing. Yeah. And it's a lot of behavior modification that needs to go along with the massage. And a lot of times, I mean, this is not National Geographic. You cannot attach cameras to you and monitor you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you leave and tag you and, like bring her back in she's hurt like yeah. you can't you can't do that yeah it's patterns i want to <laughs> <laughs> but we can't i'm interested like how did you mess this up <laughs> that you- reminds me of you um so there's i feel like there's two types of people when it comes to injuries or aging or basically just taking care of yourself. There's the person that is like actively is willing to do anything like they're actively engaged um, you give them stretches, you suggest yoga, you suggest acupuncture, all the stuff. They're like, okay, cool, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. And then there's the pill takers. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's the people that don't want to do anything and they expect us or the pill or anything to fix their issue. And then they kind of get like agitated or, well, why is my back so horrible? Why? This, 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 this. Or, oh, well, I'm just going to go get the shot or, yeah. you know, and I mean, I, I hate to admit it, but... um. I have a family member who is that type of person, and it's my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Throw her under the bus. <laughs> and uh, the one in Germany. And 
she's a pill taker, you know, like, and she's got stuff. I'm not going to go into what it is, but she's just one of those people. Like, she would rather take the pill. I like, I would try to give her stretches or say, you got to do this exercise to strengthen and this. And she'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then just go back to taking the pills. Yeah. And then, but you're still complaining. And that's the thing that irritates me is don't complain. Like, recognize the type of person you are. <laughs> are you the active person? Or yeah, the that's a lot to ask of people. It is a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. Be self-aware. Be self-aware. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, so. Because I've had some people, and here's where we're going to get back into some stuff, but I've had some people who come in and they have some issues and i just want to tell them like sis you need a vibrator <laughs> no i can't help you i was like your hips are tight and i cannot release that for you like, i can't it's like i tried acupuncture i tried this and i tried that and i'm just like mm, but what you really need is an orgasm mm-hmm. <laughs> like, relax those pelvic floor muscles that's the only thing that's gonna help you at this point there's definitely been some people not just sex, but like you, you need a drink, you need something. They're tightly, and they do. They are really good patients. Like they do the acupuncture, they do the yoga, they're working right. out, they're doing this. I'm like, dude, you just need a chill pill. Yeah. Well, they're they've do they're doing more research on this, but like the nervous system is the number one cause of like chronic pain. So most injuries are healed within like three to six months, depending on the level of the injury. But the nervous system was so used to firing and at that at that point that your body is just used to that that sensation. And so even though the injury is healed, you still feel that pain. Interesting. Um, yep. It's because your nervous system is stressed out. Like a lot a lot of this is stress. Mm-hmm. You told me about adrenal fatigue before. Yeah, and it's like it's basically you just you need to learn how to allow your nervous system to chill out and switch from fight or flight to rest and digest because but i feel like so and maybe it's also just like an american thing but we don't know how to slow down no, we and don't know how to rest exactly and digest it. yeah well, it's even just like i feel like even like having kids like i have to take away devices because they're watching like power rangers and that stuff gets you revved up like yeah. some of the stuff that you're <laughs> watching like even like i watch stuff and like do that i'm getting a little anxious and the tv shows that we watch i mean like and i like the exciting ones like game of thrones yeah. fucking homeland like all of these things, but they make my heart race. Yeah. And we're living in a society where you're constantly inundated with these stressful images. Mm-hmm. So it's the news, it's these TV shows, it's video games. Mm-hmm. So your nervous system doesn't have a chance to reset because I believe that once you're once you adre- once you release like adrenaline or cortisol, it takes twenty four hours for it to stop. Mm-hmm. But do we ever have a full twenty four hours where we're not experiencing any of these things? Right. So your body's constantly going, going, and so everyone is. Just, even if you don't feel stressed, you're stressed. You're stressed. Right. And then you, what people don't realize is we always learn this in psychology. Your body does not know the difference between good stress and bad stress. Right. Stress is stress to the body. So like you can be excited about something that's really great, and that your body is still going to react the same way chemically. Mm-hmm. So. It's really good to just like how Tanisha says, unplug and not talk to Yeah. <laughs> and just like go in your little turtle turtle shell. And that's it's also why like 
why massage therapy is so good because it helps to calm your nervous system. Mm -hmm. It's why yoga is so good. It's why meditation is so good. And And I'm about to say it makes you more self-aware. Yeah. So that you can notice when something is wrong. Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of the point of it all. It's not to be like this enlightened being that knows all. It's, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm I'm looking out for myself right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Self-awareness. Yeah, for sure. Self-awareness. The underlying message, self-awareness Mm -hmm. for your own health, mental, 